Welcome back, everybody, to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. I am your host, Colin. This episode is a light episode that I decided to have a friend of mine, a comedy friend, another comedy friend of mine, Austin Engels, on the show here, and he is uh, surprisingly very normal. So uh, we didn't talk about mental health a lot, but we did talk about comedy, and uh, we had a great conversation. It was fun. Uh, lighthearted episode I think people will enjoy uh, we'll get back into the deeper stuff on our next episode with Andy McGraw and uh, also more more laughs keeping it light uh, trying to have a good mix not get too dark and too definitely want to still get deep on things when it's needed but I think you'll still enjoy this episode with Austin we had a good time and also, we talked about some shows that he was doing, and some of those were last weekend, and I apologize for that. This episode did not come out. We recorded it last week. This was recorded on April 19th, so just so everybody knows that. But he does have some other shows coming up. I'll make sure to put links to his socials in the description of this particular episode, so that way you can keep up to date with that, as well as him, of course. So. Here's our episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. I appreciate you tuning tuning in here. Today's episode is with a new friend of mine, Austin Ingalls. He's a fellow comedian here in the Quad Cities. I uh, wanted to get together to talk about comedy, and we've got a he's got a couple shows coming up, so hopefully I can get this posted before that happens. Yeah. At least a couple of them. You're on May 7th, so. Yeah, so before May 7th, I'll get it posted Hell just yeah. for my benefit. Yeah, that works, dude. That works. <laughs> but yeah, you guys are doing a couple shows in... Uh, I have one this Friday in Galva. In Galva. April 22nd. Okay. Um, JD's hosting that one. I'm going to let him host that one. He's hosted some LA stuff before, so... Yeah, and he's your fellow uh, podcast host with your... Uh, yeah, you he's have... the host of Movies I Love with... Movies I Like, sorry, with JD Spets. Yeah, not love, just like. Not, not like. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like. I'm nervous. No, you're good. Um... Yeah, and you guys, uh, you guys got back into that because you had a little hiatus there. I've had a few hiatuses mm. with recording podcasts. I'm trying. This is the first time I've tried to be like as consistent as possible, like because that's the key with any with anything really is consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Seems like podcasts, you got to get once a, one a week at least. Yeah, and I'm just getting them scheduled and and keeping guests like on deck, like just in case mm-hmm. somebody can't do it. Yeah, it's. It's hard for us because we live 45 minutes away now and we both don't like missing mics or shows. So I think we put comedy before the podcast. But yeah, it's always fun to do. Yeah, yeah. I so love, where does love JD live? There. In Kiwani. Oh, he lives in Kiwani. Yep, oh, yep. I have never, I haven't heard the greatest things about that, that town. Kiwani. Oh, it's the best, man. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, movies I like with JD Spets. Yeah, that's, he's, Doing his 50th episode with his older sister, she's never wanted to come on, and now she's coming on for his 50. They're doing A Few Good Men. Oh, I actually have not seen that movie. I've only seen it a couple times, So, and it was that's on an TV. Old, that's it's an old, old movie, right? Yeah, like 90s, I think. 90s, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah, or late 80s. Who is in that movie? Um, Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson. Okay, yeah. It's the famous, uh, you can't handle the truth. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And is this his sister older or younger? His sister's older. Okay. He's got an older and a younger sister. He's in the middle. Uh, middle child. Me too. Yeah. That explains why he's so weird. <laughs> exactly. 
totally get it now. Yep. But yeah, he was out uh, in LA for a little bit, like pre-COVID or right when COVID hit. He uh, he went out there. I think he was out there for a year or so, and he has a pretty horse. His horror story of COVID is insane because it sounds like the zombie apocalypse. Like, he, well, he, LA just shut down. LA just shut down. He said he ordered a hamburger like meal from DoorDash and ended up being like sixty three dollars for a hamburger meal. He's like, yeah, I think this is when I got to pull the plug. So. Yeah, dude, it's already expensive out there anyway. Yeah. Man. Uh, so yeah, you a, just... couple, a couple of his buddies, though, I guess, are like that wrote it out or getting on shows and shit at like the comedy store. And like, so he's pissed. I don't think he's pissed, but like he I know for a fact he didn't want to ride that out. And well, he probably couldn't afford to. Fuck no. What was he doing uh, besides uh, comedy? Do you have a job out there? Or was yeah, he... he had a job and they let him they actually let him keep his job and like work, rem- work remotely. He got like hooked up, but OK, that's and, cool. like worked a little bit. When he moved back, but yeah, yeah, it, it was that sounded horrible trying to survive out in fucking COVID LA, uh, the end of the world essentially. Yeah, LA in general is already hard as it is. Like, yeah, yeah, I got a buddy that moved back. I've been meaning to get him on the podcast too. Uh, I got to bother him again. Uh, he's a musician. He was. It's tough, man. There's just like statistically, it's just whether you're a comedian any artist out yeah. there like oh my god it's just cutthroat it would be cool though he said there's a mic every single night that would be more fine. than one mic like you could go to two open mics a night granted i think you have to pay five or ten dollars at some of them but shit dude yeah exactly worth it yeah if you get the right yeah like i am one of those people for something like that or if i i want to go to new york too mm-hmm. and do open mics there Cause I think that would be fun. And I just want to go to New York cause I've never been to New York for, I was there for like a day, uh, to go to a Yankees game. And then we left like right after the game. So, so you didn't even get to soak anything in. No, I didn't. Exp- I got to see the old Yankee stadium, which was cool. That but was that, was, that was it. Derek Jeter's the man. Oh yeah. He's a God. Yeah. He's my favorite athlete of all time. I love Derek Jeter. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not a huge Yankees guy person, like as far as like, the team but uh i'm a national guy i'm a cubs fan so baseball's just been weird for me ever since the cubs won i was like what is there to look forward to now yeah it's yeah (laughs) it happened it It happened in our lifetime you know it's probably not gonna happen again yeah statistically yeah probably (laughs) not yeah uh but yeah uh you just started doing comedy yourself did jd kind of influence that a little bit yeah his his uh his podcast was definitely an influence his you know words and just being around i've known him for like six years now i've known him longer than that but we've been friends for six years and okay i've wanted to do it a couple years and just obviously not knowing anybody in it and like how to even get your foot in the door when i mean really no one knows you just got to go to an open mic that's all it takes it's really. really not hard yeah no but no one really knows that and pushes you and yeah i would say he for sure pushed me to do it and yeah i've been trying to uh i've I mentioned it to a couple people, a couple friends of mine, even before I started doing stand up, like my buddy Paul, uh, he's just like naturally just like, he, just put him on stage, get him talking and mm. it'd be game over. But he, he's just so anxious about it and, you know, 
I'm sure it would take it, it takes some getting used to. I still get nervous, obviously. I haven't even been doing I've only been doing it a year mm-hmm. and you're like not even a year in, right? Yeah, I'm eight, eight and a half months. I started the beginning of September. September 2nd was the first time I ever went on stage. Yeah, I had a little gap there. I started, I think I did an open mic in April of last year. So last it's like year. your first for sure year anniversary coming up. Yeah, because I had it pop up. only reason I knew that is I had it pop up on my Facebook because it was at the Renwick and uh, they obviously post a bunch of pictures and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I didn't bomb, but it wasn't great. Renwick was your first mic, I remember. Jesus, dude. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that was like where I think it's I a first. a tough one. Yeah, for sure. That was like my first room that I actually, I would say I had a good set in. And Chris, like, you know, messaged me after and gave me some kind where I think that's like where I started writing better and started taking this shit a little more serious. I mean, obviously I was taking it seriously and having fun with it, but. Yeah, yeah. Just like when you get some kind words from a guy like Chris, it just like, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, or James. Yeah, or James Draper has given me a lot of yeah, Chris, you know, Chris Starman, yeah. Mike Andralis. Yeah, and when you can understand him, <laughs> when you can understand him. Yeah, depending on how drunk he is. Yeah, depending on how many Maker's Mark straight he's drank in his forty-pound body. Yeah, dude, he is such a tiny guy. Yeah. Uh, God, I love him. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> oh my God, that that was. Were you? Yeah, you were there. at... Yeah, you were there at Village when Andy was saying bitch. You don't remember that? Yeah, yeah, saying yeah. Bitching is, yeah, but that was a true story. Just pumping the brakes here for a second to let you know that we are on all major platforms. When I say we, I mean me. And uh, the Modern Day Overthinker podcast is on all the main platforms. But what's really helpful is if you review us on Apple, that helps a lot. If you listen on Apple or on Spotify. Anywhere else you can write a review, that would be great. We'd really appreciate it. I would really appreciate it. I don't know why I keep saying we. I guess I'm saying we because I feel like this isn't just for me. This is for everybody. So I like doing this personally. I like having the podcast, but I feel like this is for the listeners and not just for me. So yeah, saying we is okay. But anyway, back into it with Austin. Him and JT and who else? Todd Wilhite. Can't really like tell. Andy's Andy's the same. Andy's the same way. They all could be. Even though Andy's what twenty one or twenty two or twenty three, and yeah. JT's twenty two or twenty three. They all look like they could be forty five. Yeah, they all look like they'd be twenty five. I love how uh, yeah JT <laughs> and Andy calls him like the youngest Vietnam vet he's yeah. ever seen. <laughs> uh, so spot on. But yeah, there's just so many characters, man. That I was talking to. Uh, I think me and Zach talked about this. It's just there's just so many different characters. Oh, also I talked about it with Shane too. It's just like so mm-hmm. many different types of people, but we all like uh kind of have this uh you know, obviously have the one thing in common. We like making people laugh and we will do whatever it takes to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's better when we're all at open mics and just make each other laugh because you know it's like worth something if you can make one of us laugh. Yeah, exactly. Genuinely. Because then you can be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Even I catch myself saying out loud, oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All the time now. And it's crazy. It's, I think that's why I like this scene so much. It's like a family I didn't know I needed. You know what I mean? Like, I've always been in sports and just had a lot of friends. And then you get older and you don't stay in touch with all those people. Yeah. People are busy. Yeah. People are busy. And it's no one's fault. I mean, like, we all get older. but Not at all. No. And then you have. Then you find this and you're like, oh shit, I didn't know I was missing this this whole time. It's just like this 
fellowship of degenerates yeah that i didn't know any fucking grown grown ass children half (laughs) of them don't have jobs they're like oh we have we got to go to work tomorrow they're like oh okay yeah like yeah some are like you guys going out after this like no no buddy it's a tuesday night i gotta work tomorrow (laughs) yeah oh man so you work uh do you work at the dispensary i work at the cultivation center the cultivation center hunter and i work sounds way better yeah we sell to the dispensary oh you sell the the dispensary we grow it we grow it and um cultivate it and make it that's a mylan right in between mylan and everything yeah everything's right in that area yep Good old Illinois, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you come over on this side of the river, we will arrest you immediately. Yeah, I gotta. I always drive with a clenched butthole on this side of the river. <laughs> just like, please don't fucking pull me over. It's so ridiculous how we can just you cross. Yeah, cross a body of water, and then it's just a totally, totally different laws. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Oh man, I. Uh, yeah, I actually got lucky uh, when I was. I think I said I talked about this with Bubali, but. Yeah, I got lucky when I got my OWI that I was in Illinois because uh, there was uh, other things in my car. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, uh, they had just uh, decriminalized it and just fined me. Damn. If I would have been on this side of the river, I would have got in a lot more trouble and had to, oh man, it would have been a huge pain. Yeah, for some probation, I'm assuming. Probably, yeah, yeah. It was my first offense, so yeah, I was definitely probation and you know all that stuff but mm-hmm. it still was awful obviously either way but it was less awful i guess because of that and also uh the arresting officer was like super cool with me because he's like I- i've never arrested somebody that's been like so calm and like i'm like what am i supposed to do like you got me and i've seen the i've seen cops man like i'm not gonna freak out like yeah you have yeah, a gun cause and a, scene. a taser. What am I going to do? You have a gun and a taser and uh, also a way to see how drunk I am. So, And even if you don't have that, I mean, you could tell how drunk I am. I, I can only fake it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, when you're drunk, you always think that you can, like, pass and be oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. No one will know. Or when you're really high. Yeah, I, I have to give you and Chris Starman and JD props for none of you guys drink and all you guys do this sober. Well, Chris smokes a ton of weed. So I didn't know JD didn't drink. JD doesn't drink. Oh, yeah. How long has he been sober for? Um, little over a year, but he, I think he's had like a couple, you know, um, he accidentally took a swig of his girlfriend at fucking Broken Saddle I've about do- two months ago. He took a huge, he thought it was water. It was, that cup was like halfway full. Yeah, I've done something like that before. Yeah. That doesn't count. No, okay. Well, then, yeah, it's been over a year. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing with, with, well, I mean, he could count it if you wanted to be a huge asshole to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, in recovery, a relapse is basically an intent to get Right. To get wasted. Okay. Yeah. No. So if he was not, and I've done that too, at the Broken Saddle, actually, one time where I grabbed something that I thought was water and took uh, a drink of it. Took a drink of it. I was like, oh, I was like, this is not water. Uh, but I'd already drank it, obviously. And it wasn't that much. And uh, yeah, that's happened a, cu- a couple of times where I'm like, damn it. And then. Of course, I my mind try. I get really obsessive about it because you know the OCD kicks in, and I can just start getting really really obsessive. I'm like, oh man, did I 
I should have prevented that. Da, da, da. It's like nothing you can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what made you decide to do comedy besides besides the influence? Like, what was obviously you had to have something else in you that that wanted you to do that. We talked about it before we were recording her, uh, before we started here about you know like kind of in school or growing up trying to make people laugh getting in trouble for it you know all that good stuff i used to get in a lot of trouble at school just like just the just the ridiculous things i would do just to get people to pay attention to me or get get yeah. laughs or whatever it was yeah i i also probably have diagnosed un, undiagnosed adhd i i can't sit in a class for 45 minutes at a time and just be quiet and not do anything or mm, yeah i mean i've I could well, sit I think there that's and, just like for most kids, like it's just like yeah, it's impossible to do. But as I, I was even worse as I got like into high school, and I, my mind would just wander, dude. I could sit there and they could look at me and teach me the thing. I'm thinking of what I'm doing after mm -hmm. after class. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of you know the basketball game coming up. Then mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, I'm thinking of everything besides that schoolwork that she's showing me. Oh yeah, and and then of course trying to make people laugh, and then you make the hot chicky like laugh and that just snowballs into oh god i can make everyone laugh at once and oh yeah and then if you don't get in trouble for a, like we talked about if you don't get in trouble for a while you just keep fucking up even more until you finally get in trouble and then that you're doesn't like, stop oh, you after like, a while yeah yeah after a while it doesn't yeah. there was certain there was a certain class i used to get thrown out at least once a week oh yeah it was just standard <laughs> oh, yeah. uh but I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just a teacher. She would just feed me material, man. I, I, I just just riffed help. off her well. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Oh man, it got it got so bad. I think I saw I saw her at. Yeah, she goes to the same church that uh, I try to go to sometimes. My parents go there regularly. Um, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you've ever made like a room of people laugh, it's like hard to not get a infectious feeling from that and, like, and do that again and like it it like rises up something inside you i don't know if it's adrenaline or what oh yeah it's like it's, it's a, the natural adrenaline but yeah and then you know going to work in the real world and not liking my previous shop going to where i am now liking that working with a group of people making all of them laugh being like i mean i think i'm funny yeah. I think every everyone that tries to do this to a certain extent thinks they're funny. I don't think they wouldn't do it if they didn't think they're funny. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it, I, if you don't think you're funny, you probably shouldn't do it because you probably aren't funny. Yeah. Or if somebody hasn't told you yeah. that you're funny, then yeah. unless you've just never talked to anyone. It, it helped too. Uh, I went to a Broken Saddle show. Okay. Um, last July. Or I don't know. Lane Johnson headlined it. You know who that is from Peoria? I'm I've heard the name. Yeah. He's a goofy ass lane what's up dude i don't know if you listen to this or not we'll see yeah but uh yeah he headlined it and uh timmy starling was there wayne was the co-headliner too and like i'm man this is this is this is a different feeling and then one of my co-workers that i didn't even know was like when are you gonna go up so i'm like oh she thinks i'm funny maybe there's something to it yeah so yeah i was heavily uh influenced not he pretty heavily by Chris Schlichting, mm -hmm. uh, just because uh, I don't know Chris just because of comedy. I know him because uh, his brother, I know his, his younger brother. He's got an older brother as well. He's got a few brothers. I think it's a family of brothers. Uh, but I know his younger brother, Tommy, and from high school, I would go, he's my 
he's my brother's age. He's two years older than me, but I've known him for a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, when you go to a, a smaller high school, as you know, um, you usually know other people's siblings or can easily get acquainted with them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're this person's brother. You know, you, you're from a small town, so you get it. Yep. Um, but so that's kind of how it was. I was, I, I've always loved comedy and I would always go to shows and he'd always see me at shows for like years. And, uh, there's, there had been a couple times where he came up to me and was just like, dude, like when are you just going to go up there? I'm like, how do you even know if I'm like, it, we, I hadn't talked to him a ton. Like, how do you even know I'm like capable of doing that? Right. Uh, but he obviously knew that. I had a more of an interest than others because of the consistency. Cause you don't see a lot of regulars at shows like, yeah, it, it's it's just random. Yeah. Either, you know, somebody there, if you're coming a bunch or you want to, or you want to do it, you want to do it. Yeah. And I didn't know I wanted to do it. Uh, I never really thought my self-esteem was so low for so long, uh, where I just didn't see myself doing that. Like, Oh, I could never do that. Mm. And then it just finally was like, why not? Right. Uh, and you've always done it sober? Yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. That is insane. That's another... That's, that's another... Whole, I, I mean, I can't even imagine. I have to get... Well, now um, it's getting less and less where I have to, you know, two drinks and a shot has turned to maybe one drink yeah, before I have to go up. It's more of a challenge where you could, like, run yourself down to, like, yeah. just... Going up. There. I have to get one. I mean, just it takes the edge off. You know what I mean? It just like oh, I know you're it saying. does every it. Yeah, my thing is like if I did that, I am out all night, and then it's like six in the morning. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's still hard for. I mean, I have had a couple nights um, last week specifically where I was out <laughs> till about five on nights where I had to work. So yeah, that shit doesn't. Oh can man, can only do that so many times. Oh, that's the worst. Hey, when you have a good set and there's people around that want to drink, it's hard not to. Oh yeah, just ride that wave. Oh yeah, I get it. Like you're a little mini rock star when you're actually not. But yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense to me. And I'm at a point where like I am perfectly capable and comfortable with hanging out with people like that are drinking, mm-hmm. obviously, or like. I haven't done this uh, in a while, like, but like, gone and met up with people who are drinking uh, and just hung out. Like, you don't have to be drinking, to, right? No, uh, like, no. Uh, I honestly only have been drinking if I'm doing comedy because I don't really like being hungover. I don't. Oh, I dude, can't it's really the worst. The, the cloud, I'm cloudy the day after I drink, and mm-hmm. sometimes the second day. And right when you're trying to write jokes and be witty, that's the last thing you want. Yeah, to not or be, be able to think produ- of anything, or yeah. be remotely productive. Yeah, or try to memorize your set. I mean, it's alcohol yeah. just doesn't help with that at all. That's one thing I'm trying to get better at. Is uh, I like, with anything, I'm not. My practice has been doing open mics, but I don't do enough practicing outside of open mics. Mm-hmm. I need to force myself to do that. I've done it a couple times where I've recorded myself and like watched it. Like, like okay, this is how I need to say that. And, a little bit, but I need to be better about that. Um, it's just a discipline thing, really, yeah. is all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Chris has given me a lot of good feedback uh, over the last year. Uh, anytime he sees me, uh, which is always awesome. Uh, 
Yeah, and he doesn't hold back either. He'll tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there were two girls that he thought I had signed the Renwick, uh, that poster, you know, that you sign in the back of it. He yeah. thought I had them sign and he got mad at me. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, have them. And he, he ended up apologizing. It was really cool about it. And like I said, he gave me some kind words about my set, and I feel like that turned everything around. But, yeah, oh, yeah he doesn't hold back. Yeah, he's very. I mean, he's a teacher, so he, his teacher side comes out. Yeah. He gets he gets real strict and yeah. like. Yeah, I was like, I didn't. Ha- I saw. I mean, I saw them do it, but I didn't tell them to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't stop them. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, yeah. They see all the signatures. They, they yeah. don't, You don't just assume it's everyone's just a comic on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I don't even know where my signature is on there. I tried to look for it one time. I was like, I can't it's, remember either. I know it's on there. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Uh. Who's the new guy that started doing the Renwick? And uh, is his name Brian? He works there. No, uh, no, he's an older guy. Glasses. His wife posts all the shows. Oh, Brian Farrell. Yeah, Brian yeah. Farrell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's got multiple personality. He's another one I want to have on here because yeah. he's yeah he uh yeah that'd be a crazy dive in to listen to him. Oh, for sure. He's got some. He's he's got a cool back. I mean, Crazy backstory. Yeah. Um, Insane. And uh, yeah, his wife is just like our number one, like. She's our promoter. She's our promoter that we don't pay. And we didn't ask her to promote anything. She just loves promoting things. Like, it's great. She promotes like mics that he doesn't even go to. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. It's not even just about him. She just loves the community. And uh, I mean, when you have people like that, it makes it even better. Because it is a great community. It's just icing on the cake for this. And I don't think it's like, I don't think the comedy scene is like this everywhere. Either. No, it's not because I've, I lived in Galva before I moved here, which is 45 minutes from here and it's 45 minutes from Peoria. So it's perfect. Okay. So I could, my first few mics were in the, at the jukebox at that open mic. Okay. And, I've um, never done it, but. I know about 10 to 12 really cool comics from Peoria, but then the other ones are very clicky and hang out in the green room during your set. Yeah. And, just you know, see, I don't. I I only will go back in that room if it's right before my set. Uh, I try to do my best to watch as many comics as I can. Yeah, out of respect, mostly. Yeah, if you have to, and because to I the, like most of them. Yeah, I like I I like almost everyone that we have in our scene. And, yeah, and then uh, and then almost everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, and I keep forgetting this kid's name. Uh. Who's the new kid that tells the Rodney Danger? Jacob joke? Downey. Jacob Downey. I, 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 he's got school shooter vibes. He does. He's a good kid. He's good got, kid. We're going to keep him in our corner because I don't want him to get on our bad side. And I yeah. don't want an AR-15 to get in his hands. Yeah, either. yeah. He looks like he'd be good with that. He fits in, though, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, um, yeah, he... Uh, how old is that kid? That's another one, dude. It's like, <laughs> another dude, one. Like, you could be 20, you could be 15, he could you could be, be 56 years old. There, yeah. There's no in between for him. Yeah, yeah. I've got a chance to talk. He skated really quickly. What an anomaly. Donnie Townsend, too. Donnie kind of looks like that, too. Like, yeah, Don- really and Donnie's a lot older than you think he is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah Donnie gave me some cool advice, too. I mean, yeah, he's a like good that. guy to yeah. talk to, too. Yeah. And he, it was un, unsolicited too. He just came up to me and shooting the shit. He's going to be on a show too at some point. So, in, in Galva. Oh, yeah. 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 Donnie just gets up there and riffs sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's fucking funny. Uh, 
But yeah, like when he talks about um, the ferret and the the, the snugglers, the ringworms, the snugglers disease or something like that. Yeah, and going oh, going to good. uh, what did you say? Going to not Home Depot, but Hobby Lobby and chewing on candles, <laughs> just like random shit. Like he says, it's just like him and Michaelis. Michaelis is even more like. Some of his jokes don't make sense at all, but they're still just so funny because his timing and just the way he says everything. Mike's a fucking, Mike's a killer. Yeah. Is he ever going to do this? Does he even know what a podcast is? (laughs) I don't know if he'd do it or not. We could talk about depression being real now because it wasn't for him. Just tell him that a lot of people listen and you'll get super famous. He'll do it. He does. He's yeah. he, he always says that. It's like <laughs> I don't do this for money. I do this for fame. <laughs> like, dude, you're gonna be here a while, man. <laughs> because wow. if Schlichting's not famous yet, you got a while to go. He's getting there though. Chris blew up on TikTok. Um, him, well, not as much. Shane really blew up on TikTok from that. Uh, dick video. From the dick video. Yeah. Which are so dumb, but they're so funny. I mean, just, just like, damn it, like things like that, or like, why didn't I think of that, or some. I, I don't. I, that's I don't that's not a, the route I would go. I do have a TikTok. It's bad. It's, it's you a, post stuff to it. Yeah, yeah. I post what like bits and. I've posted some bits. Uh, I've posted some uh, snippets of my of my stand up uh, a couple times. Uh, of course, the one time where I had like a like perfect set didn't record any of it. That always happened. Great, it was. Fantastic. I've heard that the speakeasy though. One of my good sets is I shouldn't say one of my good sets, but one of the better sets I've had recently was at Speakeasy, and I didn't record it, and I should have. But people say that that's a horrible room to record it in because I guess all the laughter goes to the stage, so in your phone it doesn't sound like you're getting any laughs. Mm. So. Maybe that could be it, too. So maybe you have to have somebody up front record you? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Maybe Chris, Chris and Shane were talking about it on that pod, too, but I, um, I've um, i heard someone, like, listen to their video back, and yeah, it didn't, I was like, wow, it seemed like you killed a lot more than what your phone's telling, which is one reason why I don't like recording myself either, because it's a good thing to know what joke killed, but if you think it killed and it actually doesn't, that's kind of a bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. 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 I went back and watched, uh, cause I recorded, uh, village theater where I was just like, it was just all new stuff. And, uh, that's the great thing about the village theater is like, it's a, it's the most laid back open mic out of all of them. Yeah. I think broken saddle is a little bit, but you get more people, you get more of an audience there. Yeah. Uh, the audience isn't all comedians. I feel like when you hit at village theater, it means a little more though, just cause it's so laid back and, not a lot of people there. And, yeah, you know I mean? and it's all comedians. Yeah, it's usually all comedians. Yeah. Uh, and it, whoever Andy McGraw brings. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking dog. Oh, man. Yeah, that's going to be a fun episode. Uh, good old Andy McGraw. I need to get him to change his name on Facebook, though. Like, all right, I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah, what? But who did you murder? What did you yeah. do? It's not funny. It's not cool. Jack Daniel Jr. You don't even drink Jack Daniels, I don't think. Yeah, I don't understand I've the name. I've never heard him order Jack Daniels. I don't understand the name. I don't understand why you have to have this low-key name. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to put him on the spot for, <laughs> for that for sure. Um, oh, God. 
But yeah, um, so uh, how long we talked about earlier um, about, you know, the good old dating world in 2022. How long have you uh, been single? Because I've heard you talk about your ex on stage a few times. I have same. I, I, it's um, not the, the same ex. You know what I mean? It's, I have yeah, you mix exes. up the exes. Yeah, yeah, I have a couple exes. Yeah. But I was in a long term. I was in like a almost four year relationship. Um, okay. We broke up nine months, like August. So like the month before I started stand up, <laughs> which, which isn't, that doesn't correlate. I was going to do stand up before we were breaking up. Okay. So still funny though. Yeah, it's it crazy how it worked out like that but because i was a few months after my breakup i was like i I, like what do i have to lose yeah yeah no i i had been with her when i was doing jd's podcast obviously okay and uh yeah i went to austin for one of my friends um bachelor parties and we went to a comedy show at vulcan and sat at one of the death squad secret shows that um tony yeah tony what's his face does joe rogan's guy hinchcliffe tony hinchcliffe okay yeah and I was like, man, I could probably do this. I've, took a, you know, yeah, I've been writing jokes, trying to write jokes for a little bit now. I should give this a shot. So that was the thing is when yeah. when Chris kept, uh, you know, uh, every once in a while he'd say something to me about doing comedy. My excuse was that I didn't have enough material because I really didn't write anything down. I would think of stuff and never write it down. Now I've gotten more of a habit, like oh. Write I read that, that down, down immediately. Yep. Otherwise, I will forget. I it. I'm bad about that now. I will drop everything I'm doing if I have something. I will tell someone to shut up to start writing. I will go to the other room if I have yeah, to. Yeah. At work, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop what I'm doing at work. But yeah, yeah. If it's in your head, dude, you got to fucking figure it out. Yeah. A couple of mine have been driving. Where I oh yeah, I hate I hate the driving ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you got to do a voice thing in your phone or mm-hmm. something. Yep. Yeah, crazy inspiration just strikes when it strikes though you got to fucking act on it because that bitch will go away and never come back oh it's random like i'll have like um it's you a couple of them have been like on my way to the gym because i drank a bunch of drinks drinks a pre-workout i'm all i'm all juiced up ready to go <laughs> to the gym and it's my, it's bro, my brother got me this cat this very caffeinated uh pre-workout and i just get you know amped up and i'm just like ready to go work out but i'm also like obviously in a good mental space uh zone mm-hmm. i should say so yeah i think of stuff on the way to the, on the way to the gym or oh, yeah. even while i'm at the gym things like that mm-hmm. yeah I, that's annoying too when you're at the gym and think of something and you're like fucking sitting there typing for 10 minutes you're like oh god yeah there goes my whole pump and workout and yeah I'm sure someone was trying to get on this machine and it's probably been staring at me this whole time i don't yeah i am so conscious about not being that guy mm-hmm. I try not to be, but yeah, if you're fucking sitting there yeah. typing a joke, you're in that zone. You're yeah, not, you yeah. Don't give a shit about what. There's been a couple times where I've, yeah, I've got caught on my phone or uh, or talking to a friend or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't run into that many people at the gym that I know. Yeah, uh, I heard you go like to go late. Yeah, that's my thing. You just go late when nobody's there. Mm. Apparently, not Planet late Fitness? enough. Uh, so, uh, recently, because uh, it didn't matter. Planet Fitness, yeah. Where in Davenport? Yeah, in Davenport. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I go to the one in uh, Moline. Okay. You live in Moline? Yeah, East Moline. East Moline. Yep. Yeah, East Moline. Yeah, right by Blackhawk uh, West. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and you just lived there for not even a month, like a month now? Uh, yep. A little over a month. Yep. Okay. Yeah. A chick that uh, I'm friendly with worked at the Planet Fitness. Maybe I'll 
let her know that you're coming there. Yeah. Like, hey, look out for a guy that looks like Bob Saget. Yeah, just look out for a guy <laughs> that looks like Bob Saget that's really, really not giving up on his facial hair, even though he probably should. But it's coming in, man. It's coming in. It's one of those things. It's like I've been, I've talked to people who've grown beards. They're like, dude, you just can't give up, man. I think you just got to keep shaving, honestly, because it comes in thicker each time you shave it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been trimming it up. <clears throat> Um, and, uh, doing that and doing the, uh, the beard oil and the derma roller. And that seems to help a little, help a little bit. Oh, you're getting chemicals with it, huh? You're not. I'm not messing around. Yeah. You're yeah. bringing it all in. You're calling I'm, in all the boys. Yeah. I'm calling in all the boys. Cause I'm like, you know what? You know, cause, it, cause be- beards are in right now and I'm, I'm, I'm a single guy, man. I'll do whatever it takes, man. Bad. At this point. Uh, six twelve beard. It's there's something about it, yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, I love dad bods." Well, I'm getting rid of that because I got sick of looking at myself. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm 32. I think that was a myth. Only fucking some of them. There's like only like five bods. of them. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think that's a huge thing. Uh, there's probably a niche for that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But uh, which uh, which dating apps are you on? I don't have any dating apps. No dating apps. Nope. Were you on them for a while? Um, the last time I had one was like 2015 at Western. So yeah, I haven't been on one for oh man years. Man, it is. Yeah, and it was fucking crazy then. I can't even imagine what it's like now. Actually, you know what? It wasn't too crazy because people were just like kind of getting it's into different. getting into Tinder and yeah. It was more how, of like how a, long has Tinder been around now? For it's been. It was, Oh, I had it in 2015, so I had it before that. Yeah, so I remember being on it in 2012, 13. So yeah, yeah, it's been around at least that long. Mm-hmm. And then, then there was Bumble, and now the new one uh, that is, seems to be pretty popular that I've had a little bit of luck with, not a whole lot, but more activity on i should say more interactions as hinge uh but hinge huh yeah it's like a it's a different setup it's basically you like like people's pictures and you can comment on their pictures or their videos or um if they have like they have like generated questions that they ask you and you you know you can give your a witty response or, you know, a very serious response, depending on what kind of question it is. And right. just gets, I don't know, gets you familiar with that person a little bit better, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I don't spend that much time on dating apps like I used to at the beginning when I um, first uh, became single last year after, I broke up with my girlfriend, so, and it was, like, one of those things where I was like, oh, you know, I'll be, um, I need to, you know, um, because it was still, it wasn't, it wasn't an easy thing to do, uh, because it wasn't, like, one of those breakups where it's like, oh, she, you know, she screwed up, you know, royally, you know, she cheated on me or anything like that, it was just like, this just isn't gonna work, I was just like, hey, you know, I, it's it's played it's it's played its course, and uh, you know I didn't want to keep uh, keep that going. So 
ended that and I was like, oh yeah, now I need to, you know, I can get on the back in the dating game, you know, whether it's serious or not serious, whatever. And, uh, got on the apps pretty quickly. Um, not right away, but, uh, and I was just like, yeah, maybe not. (laughs) This really isn't that great. What's it like now? Is it a fucking battlefield out there? Is it a war? It's a battlefield, and the the thing is, the percentages are against you, man, because you're um, you're battling against a bunch of other dudes. Uh, so if you there's a remotely attractive woman on any of these apps, they are getting oh, just bombarded with messages and it's likes. Like chicks that come to the fucking open mics. Oh my god, dudes just swarm on them. Yeah, ah, I bet. <laughs> I did beat one girl at an open mic. I, I still need to take her out. I've been really weird about that. I don't know why I haven't. Um, yeah. because she's definitely interested in going out. Um I I don't know. Do you think it's easier to talk to I girls psych myself since you out. do comedy now? It's been easier, I think. I think it's a, I shouldn't say a thousand times. I was just always in my it's own easier head. to have now conversations I'm not in my own head. I don't give a shit what they really think about me anymore because yeah, shit, that, I can go and you bomb. broke that wall of fear yeah that stand-up took that humiliation away i still get humiliated obviously but yeah not there. as easy not as you know yeah I my thing know. is coming across situations uh where i can talk to women in you know in real life in the day-to-day life whether it's at because uh, i don't want to force a conversation you know right uh and i don't the only time I'm ever really at a at a bar is when I'm doing comedy, um, and that's hit or miss whether there's any women in the audience at all. Right. Um, and if they are, they're usually dating one of the comics, or uh, you know, maybe there to see a specific comic, um, and or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's been uh trying to find different ways to meet women and have conversations with them in person i think it'll be easier uh now that it's starting to get warmer out mm-hmm. uh you know maybe going uh i need a dog or something i think i, I think that's <laughs> i think that's my what it's i need a to cheat do. code that, that is a cheat code but i have a cat and my cat is very territorial and she would probably lose her mind if i got a dog um so I'm on the fence about that. Chicks like cats too. It's true, you but can't I can't, go, you can't walk a cat. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can but it just looks fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do for my TikTok I don't videos. Yes, yeah, walk walking my cat. Your cat, dude. Hey, 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 I haven't seen it yet. She wouldn't. She would no. It would no. It wouldn't go well. <laughs> she would be like, "Take me back inside. This place sucks." What's your cat's name? Myrtle. Yeah. <laughs> like from Harry Potter. Uh, it's not from Moaning, Harry Potter, Moaning but Myrtle? yeah, but oh yeah, Moaning Myrtle, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I actually uh, there's this uh, she probably wouldn't care. She's probably not gonna hear this anyway. Uh, there's the cat. No, <laughs> no, she listens to every episode. Myrtle, close Mer- your ears. Myrtle listens to every episode actually. Um, but no, uh, there's a lady that I met in recovery actually. Uh. She's been clean longer than I've been alive. Uh, 
and uh she's super cool she was the inspiration for the name for my cat um i wanted to i was thinking of just like old lady names uh in general and that's pretty good that's what i stuck with yeah yeah it could have been like phyllis or um there's a few other gladys uh, what gladys gladys oh gladys would be a good one yeah for sure she does have some gladys vibes for sure yeah Yeah. you can get pretty uh pretty or just some karen vibes Depending on who you, you are. Her. She's like a regular chick. If you feed her, she's good. If you don't feed her, she gets all pretty. Yeah, basically. Uh, and she's, she's definitely a feminist for sure because she does not like most dudes. Uh, like, I'm not talking about a traditional feminist. I'm talking about the feminists that don't understand what feminism really is. Yeah. Um, but uh, she... I, get along with, I can get along with Myrtle. I don't like fucking a lot of dudes either, Myrtle. So. <laughs> yeah. She's, uh, no, it really is about how you approach her. You can't come on too strong, you know, you ease your way into you it. You can't be like, oh yeah, well, no, no, yeah. she will, she will not like that vibe. Um, yeah, there's been a couple of my friends that she's like hissed at or scratched. Cause I, I didn't remove her claws. Cause I'm, once I found out how they do the removal of the front claws, I was like, I can't do this. It's terrible. Mm. It's, it's so inhumane. They just. <laughs> yank them out of there oh. oh and just like even thinking about it it's just like oh that sounds terrible but obviously they're super high on drugs when when they do it to them but still i'm just like, eh. she's already she's pushing four years old it's, i'm not gonna do it now if i would have done it i would have done it already so but yeah uh you can't walk a cat <laughs> You could try, uh, or I could get one of those. I've thought about getting one of those bubble, you know, you seen those bubble things that you could put the cat in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You could do that. She would never forgive me for that either though. <laughs> yeah. She did. Yeah. Cats are weird, man. They just like, they're very, they're very bipolar people. It's weird that they can just do creatures. their own thing. You don't even have to just bought, eat it and water it. And yeah. You. It'll be good. And clean their litter box. Yeah, clean that fucking stinky litter box out. You have to do that. That's uh, something I need to get better at because it's in the basement mm-hmm. of my house, so I don't really like deal with the smell or anything because I'm never right. really down there because um, it's not a finished basement or it's not finished the way I want it to be. So I'm not, it's just storage. Yeah, my and my ex, laundry's down there. My ex had cats, and I had to clean out the litter box a few times, and fucking, I couldn't do it, dude. It's gross. It's Call me a pussy. Call me not mainly. I can't do that shit. Some people, that stuff really grosses them out and bothers yeah, them. The smell of poop. Some people are like that with blood. Um, yeah. I'm like yeah. that with boogers, too. Oh. <laughs> boogers are fucking nasty. Yeah. Yeah. That's an... You were not the booger kid? No. No. <laughs> the booger kid. There was always one. It made me gag. Yeah. There was always, there was always at least one. Yeah. The kid that ate like margers and crayons and shit. Yeah, and eat his own boogers when he got hungry. Oh, God. Yeah, I fucking hate that kid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's weird. Uh, so, we're, obviously, you've just been meeting most girls, like, what, at, uh, after shows or at bars uh, and things yeah, like that? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. I've, um, I've kind of put comedy first, so, like, I'm not really actively... You know, kind of just been falling into place, which might work out better, honestly, if you don't press in it the issue. True. Yeah. That is very true. That seems to have been working all right recently. So just kind of going with the flow of things. 
Yeah, I'm I don't want boat. a new relationship at all right now. You know, I just got out of a long term one, so and a lot of girls don't like that, but it's just where I'm at right now. Yeah, I think that's one thing that's different with. I I wouldn't say most girls are like this, but um, a good amount of them with men, like when we're at, come out of a. This was the longest relationship I was in the last one, which was only two years, which is a, still a marathon for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just, this, I, what's the longest besides the two years? What was the longest you had? Like, it was less than a year. Yeah, I had never had anything. I had a, had an on and off relationship was, And that was in high school, dude. Yeah. Mine was like the beginning of college, yeah. So it's pretty much high yeah. school. Yeah. And I had one girlfriend in college. We dated for three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she uh, got back together with her ex, and they got married. Classic. I'm like, good luck, Chuck, bro. Dude, me too. Yeah. I swear to God. I've had I... a lot of them that are, uh, I swear my ex is going to marry this dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that she's dating now. I have that joke which, about which five more of power my exes to having but... kids. That's, that's a real thing. At uh, least five or six that I've either talked to or dated have had kids. They're married. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I think we got that good luck, Chuck quality. Just. Yeah, I go think to I'm going to start selling it. Uh, go to the next guy after me. I promise you'll probably love him and fall in, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to, I've been, in my head, I've been working out a bit like that, similar to Good Luck Chuck type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'd be like, hey, I, um, or I've, I've seen some actually TikToks, more sad TikToks about it, but I want to make it more funny uh, about like, you know, I'm just like, kind of like your. Um, your appetizer. Like it's, it's like a trial run. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I get you ready for the next guy, and then you're good to go. Yeah, um, that's sad, but it's sad, but it's it's, it's statistic. It's, statistically it, speaking, I haven't gotten married, and about seven of them have. So, oh yeah, yeah, I think the odds are in their favor. Is it immediately the next one? Um, mine have been pretty much immediately the next one. Mine, not all couple, of them, mm, but let me think. A couple of them, and then a couple have, you know, a couple years after they, but yeah, yeah, a few of them for sure, the next guy. But I think, uh, and I've talked to a friend of mine about this, but I think with women, and especially women in the Midwest, I think there's kind of a pressure um, to, you know, they compare themselves to other, their friends. Yep. Uh, which I can do that too. With uh, I don't do it as much anymore. I, I kind of gave up on the comparing myself to my friends because I'm not in the same boat as most of my friends that I grew up with. Yeah. Um, because they're married and having kids and things like that, and I'm just that's a whole other realm. Telling I don't stupid jokes. I'm just telling stupid jokes, and you know, I, you know, I'm doing pretty well, uh, work wise and career wise, but mm-hmm. you know, totally different path. Do you want to settle down and have kids? I do eventually. Yeah. See me right now that can't even picture it. I can't even picture it. And that's probably a bad thing or, but I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing. Cause when I, when I was, Oh dude, when I was 20, yeah. When I I was 28. Yeah. yeah, I, I didn't think I was, I I was actually on the, on the boat of, uh, you know, never, never having a family. I was just like, I don't want to do that. And then, uh, once I've got to know, uh, some of my friends that do have kids and gotten to know their kids and, um, you know, I have a, an ability to, uh, not only make adults laugh, but I can make kids laugh too. Mm. So, um, which, uh, 
probably sounds weird as shit. Yeah, it did. For yeah, a second. for Especially sure. It for even sure. sounded weird to me. That's saying something. <laughs> yeah, that sounds weird. But uh, but still, um, I don't know. Uh, there has been uh, situations uh, and um, things that have changed my mind, I guess. Um, like my friend Katie, uh, her, da- her daughter Lucy, like every time she hears I'm coming over, like it's super excited and like amped to see me. I'm like, nobody ever gets that excited to see me ever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think eventually down the road, yeah, that'd be cool to, uh, and then, then obviously once, uh, once kids get older, then they hate you mm-hmm. as from what I heard. Um, yeah. Uh, something there's that. Isn't uh, it weird that like, and I know I'm going to end up having like all daughters like oh, as God. karma. Yeah. That's karma would do. Yeah, for sure. Did your parents have you when you were young or when they were younger? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I, mine was, my mom was 21. My dad was 23. So I would have been five at this point and my, and then my dad had my brother. We had my brother too. So it just, it's blow. It's a whole generation. It's, it's a, a generational thing, thing yeah. but there's still people that are like that though. Yeah. And my friend, like you said, you have friends that are. Like, Shane's 30, and he's got three kids. I don't know if all three of those kids are his, they're but... N- they're all um, Timmerys. Okay. Yeah. But still, but he's... But yeah, he's... There is stepkids now, so... And she's... Th- 39, I think. Oh, she's older. Okay. Yeah, she's older than okay. Shane. Okay, but still, dude, like, selling down with kids at 30 is... Yeah, especially that, like, with his situation, those aren't his kids. He doesn't have to do that. Yeah. He's taken over the stepdad role. I mean, I had a stepdad and I still consider him my parents my mom and him divorced recently, but I still consider him a stepdad. He was around for, you know, most of my life. So Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing, man, is like <clears throat> what scares me about uh about selling down, man, is uh another thing with statistics, man, there's just so many people get divorced. Yeah. So many, but I also have noticed it's usually the ones that, you know, get married young or they rush into things, try to force something. Uh, but what I was trying to say earlier is like, it seems like more so from what I've seen is women have this, uh, desire to, you know, settle down and get married. And they kind of have like a deadline. Yeah. Uh, I need to do it by this time. And they'll settle for some dude that they probably, they could do better than. Yep. Uh, yeah, I see a lot of settling in the Midwest. Heard this from, and I was talking to a girl I know about this. She lives down south, so it's even worse. It's down south because they're, you know. Slim pickings. It's a different world down there. They Time's slower <laughs> down south from what I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's like, my friend is marrying a guy that, um, and uh, she's marrying him because uh, the last relationship she was in, she was engaged uh, and they call, she called it off. And uh, she's engaged now and ready to get married. And uh, I think she has her doubts, or at least my friend thinks she does. And but she won't call it off out of pure pride. It's like and you're gonna you're gonna deal with that later. Ruin, yeah, you're gonna potentially ruin your life, and obviously your husband. You're just wasting life. time. Yeah, 
Yeah, dude, that's that's one thing that I've noticed this comedy. You put your everything into this and you don't want to do anything else. That's I think women do that with just their own. I shouldn't say all women because. No, not all women yeah. do it. Uh, but I've but noticed yeah, it. I've noticed the deadline. There's like a deadline too. Like, what are you rushing into? What are you rushing for? That we're not going anywhere. If it'd be different if you were leaving and I was leaving, you know, if I had to go to war, like it was the old days. But yeah, something like that. There's no uh, war rushing. Maybe it's like a generational pass down. You know what I mean? Like evolution. I think it is. Yeah, like back in the day, you had to get married. You had to. I think some people instilled. still think yeah. that. And it's instilled. That's just not how it is. And the comparison thing. Because they see their friends doing that. Yeah. They see someone on Instagram getting married. Oh, that's... So they want to get married. They want to have the wedding. They want to have the wedding pictures. Yeah, as much as I love social media, it's uh, created this, like, false reality yeah. for people. And, uh, yeah, and another way for us to compare ourselves to other people. Cause, and that's, that's the thing with social media is, like, uh, most people, for the... Generally speaking, your regular user on Instagram or Facebook, when they post, they're going to post something good that's happened in their life, something mm-hmm. exciting, eventful. They're not going to post about something, you know, having a shitty day or losing their house or, you know, or getting fired or mm-hmm. they're not posting about that. Yeah, they post the highlights, social media highlights. Yeah, what the good stuff in your life makes it seem like you're doing more successful than you are. Yeah, that's, that's what pretty much all it is. That's what it's about. It's a, it's a it's one a upper. It's a yeah. it's a huge one up game, and it's shitty because I find myself comparing myself to other people. Oh yeah, only all the time. on social media. Mm-hmm. If I don't get on anything, I'm not thinking about them. I'm not. I don't give a shit about them. But the yeah. second I click on social media and their feed pops up and their status comes up, how good they're doing, just brings your whole mood down. Oh yeah. Big Sean has a good quote. It's like, when I compare my purpose to someone else's purpose, then it's no longer my purpose. Yeah. I, try to, I try to think of that, especially with... Um, Big Sean's a smart this. dude, man. Oh, I've he listened, really is. I've listened to some of his You're interviews. a rapper, too. I, I love... We, I, we didn't even... We could touch on write that. Write that down. But yeah, yeah you like, I'm a huge rap fan, you're too. You're a huge rap fan. Uh, yeah. You excited for the Kendrick album? I am, dude. That's awesome. Yesterday, it got announced. Yeah. It's crazy. He used somebody's old tweet to announce it, and that dude was so psyched. Dude, <laughs> can you just, imagine that? It was just some guy, I think. I don't think it, he may have like a podcast or something, but mm-hmm. it wasn't like, yeah, it was just super random. He's like, I'm just going to choose this guy. And yeah. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Speaking dude. of the, uh, okay, I don't know. How, do you use Twitter at all? Or just, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll have to get your Twitter because like yeah. none of my friends usually. Uh, none of my friends that I talk to are on Twitter anymore. They gave up on it a long time ago. I don't like it as much as I used to. Oh, I, yeah, it's just... It used to be so much better. It was the shit back in the day. Hopefully Elon makes some changes. Yeah. I still get on there daily. I mean, oh, yeah. I still find inspiration on there all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. I like the old timeline, though. Like, just yeah, the chronological. Old yep. Why not? Why'd you change it? Yeah, the um, timeline is horrible. Same thing with it. Like, Instagram, you can switch now. And mm-hmm. you, can, you can change to like see just like this was the most recent post, yeah. uh, I, which which I like that. Yeah, I get confused on Instagram sometimes. You fucking have like a nine hour picture nine hour ago, and then you have like a three minute one. Like, dude, how is this matching up the algorithm? It doesn't make sense. Instagram's algorithms been all over the place. Yeah, 
Um, but uh, I say, um, oh yeah, uh, I got retweeted by uh by Ace Hood today. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Because uh, great gym music, man. He makes the uh, best. Yeah, he's good. Bangers for for the gym, and because I really didn't, I kind of glossed over him for a long time. I was like, oh yeah, he's all right, you know, nothing, whatever. He kind of disappeared. Did he do a little disappearing act I for don't, a while? I haven't heard anything new from him for a while. He's been doing new stuff. Uh, he just got, he's kind of got like that cult fan base, I think. Yeah, he definitely has a cult fan base. Um, which is crucial. Yeah. Just staying alive in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially rap, dude. Oh, oh, yeah. So many rappers. But uh, yeah, I tweeted something. Uh, here, I'll read the tweet. Yeah, it, yeah. it was kind of funny in a sense, but it was also like it was a sh- it was a shout out to him. Um, but yeah, I said uh, now that I go to the gym, I can truly appreciate hearing Ace Hood. He was overlooked by me in the past. I'll admit it. He's been popping up on my daily Spotify mixes, making me want to run through walls. Hell yeah! And he I need that? that energy at my local Planet Fitness. Was the end. <laughs> <laughs> so I threw that in at the end. Uh, but yeah, he re- he retweeted it and he replied and he just said, he just said yes sir. Hell yeah, dude! And I was like fuck yeah, Ace Hood. I was like man, I should have used my uh my other account for this uh for this tweet, but whatever. Uh, my rap account, so I could have got more views on there. But wow. I don't really uh tweet that much from um because I have th- I have three different accounts on Twitter. I have three different accounts on TikTok. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, three different accounts on Instagram. Uh, because I have Modern Overthinker. I have Bonesy Bad, the the rap one. And then I have just me. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, which I've mainly been focused on just comedy and then just whatever. And then person, personal stuff, like for Instagram, like pictures of my family, things like that. Uh but yeah, it's uh, it's a lot to keep up with. But mostly, I would say I spend the most time on social media wise, um, on TikTok and Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't want a TikTok. I already spend. It's bad. Yeah, that's another. And and talk about algorithms, man. China, China knows a lot. They know what you like. Dude, it's crazy, man. My for you page is crazy weird, and like one of my friends, uh, he'll send me something, and I was like, dude, I just watched that like ten minutes ago. Really? It's Damn, creepy. That is fun. Or I've heard about people talking about stuff, and it's showing up, and like I'll have a thought in my head, and it'll pop up on Facebook like in an ad. Yeah, dude. yeah. I hate how they take your search engines. Yeah, I didn't realize they did that until about a year ago, and I'm—they just absolutely destroyed me. And I would get on Facebook, and oh, a pair of shorts I want, I'm gonna click on that. Oh yeah, dude, it's so easy. Oh yeah, Facebook is, uh, yeah, Zuckerberg's got it down, man. Fucking Meta. Oh, the Meta. I don't even want to start about that <laughs> because it's just—I—I'm I, so scared of what's gonna happen with that. And uh wonder yeah. what Justin Goldberg thinks about the whole thing. Oh man. That's another guy. Or Juanon. Oh god, dude. Juanon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Juanon. Yeah, <laughs> I can't take credit for that. Nathan Kuhn said that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Nathan Kuhn is also yeah. oh my god. He hasn't been coming to Mike's fucking he hasn't he's missed the last few. I, the last time I saw him was at that uh 
which I didn't even know was a thing, the pop-up mic. That yeah, wh- how did that happen? Donnie I did. I was so it, salty about that. It was a Donnie thing, yeah. and he didn't really... I think he posted about it on Facebook, and I didn't even see the post. The only reason I found out about it is because I was at... Um, Wayne's Wayne show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that show at the other bar uh, with because uh, I wanted to see... Uh, well, Shane was on that show. Leslie and, and, and Mike, Mike Steele. No, Mike Steele Mike was supposed Andro- to do oh, it. Yeah. Mike and Shane, Shane replaced Shane him. was the yeah. replacement for Mike Steele. Mike Steele. Yeah. Mike Steele I, is so such a mystery. I love it. Yeah, he's an anomaly. Yeah, he is a huge anomaly. Yeah. A very, just a built man. Oh, he's a fucking huge bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is. Oh, man, he's so funny, though. Hit him and uh, Wayne, dude. I-, I wish Wayne would come to more mics too. Yeah, Wayne's Wayne only does the office, and I only get you only see him once once a month. So, yeah, and I haven't been to the, haven't done the office. I need to. It's fun. It last last one wasn't. Do you get a lot of is, is that many people show up? As far as like besides comedians? besides this last one, the last four or five have been really good. Really, like a lot of crowd. Crowd will come in and get in. They don't have a stage there, though, right? No, that's the only thing. It's just like in the corner. Yeah. He brings his system and it sounds good. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about doing uh, another open mic here in in Davenport, probably downtown, because I know a few people uh, that I know the owners of. uh, Oh, like you host it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like to host one. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know. I think Thursday night, I don't want to compete with Dubuque, but it's like, I don't want to go to Dubuque all the time because I love that show. I Uh, do like going. I might go this Thursday. I haven't decided yet. Um, But yeah, but you have to, you don't get back until like 11 or 12 at night. I've been getting back at like closer to 12. Yeah, closer yeah, to twelve. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, yeah, if you want to stay the whole time, because I do like to listen to everybody. And yeah, stay I don't like to fuck, I hate when people. Dip I don't out. like to just dip out after yeah. my set. Ugh. Yeah, I get it if you have to, but like, dude, if you do that every time, you're not a fucking, you're not Daniel Tosh, you're not, you're not making any money. You're an no. open micer just like we are. Yeah, exactly. But acting like you're better than everybody just because you've been on shows. That's another thing is a lot of the, a lot of the big guys, the big name guys, don't really think they're better than anyone for the. From what I've noticed, mm. except for one, uh, but uh, <laughs> we don't see him that often. Uh, but no, like the guys that we were talking about earlier that give us advice and stuff, they don't like, yeah, they don't, they're very, well, it's a, been a very welcoming experience for the most part. Yeah. Uh, which, which has been awesome because... I could uh, I could talk myself out of anything that I'm afraid of to especially do. Especially this, yeah. Especially oh. this, where you're, you know, it's your art, it's your fucking words that you're doing, your your writings. Yeah, it's you're bearing your soul to everybody, and you just gotta be like, oh, they didn't like that. I just gotta fucking take that on the chin like a champ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just been, uh, yeah, when you do and. When you have a good set, one of those guys says something to you. And you're like, all right. Oh yeah, I'm it makes it all worth it. Doing something right. Yeah, because I remember like it was probably like my fifth open mic, and it was at uh, Broken Saddle, and uh, James Draper came up to me afterwards and talked to me, and I was like, 
I was like, this is awesome. Cause I, I, cause I always thought that, uh, Chris was, uh, giving me advice just cause I knew him. Mm-hmm. Um, not really cause necessarily cause, cause I'm, he had to, cause I'm actually funny. <laughs> uh, but, but now I know differently, but, uh, but yeah, I didn't know James like at all. And he was like, dude, yeah, you, this is something you could work on. This you did really well. Just keep, and then all of them are just like, keep going to open mics as much as possible. Yeah. Keep trying out new stuff. Um, you know, I've even like been told like, Hey, don't stand or don't move around. Don't pace. Just stand at the mic and leave the mic in the stand. Challenge yourself to do that. Cause I would notice myself nervous pacing sometimes. Mm-hmm. So easy for me to do. Yeah. And, uh, I like to set the thing aside. And if I don't set it behind me, I'm fucking going to grab the mic stand and I, I need to get out of that habit. Mm, the I'm mic stand hold, grab. Yeah. yeah stand a lot of grab. people do that. I lean on it. I mean, fuck it. It feels good, but yeah. Yeah. It makes you a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it could be a, I think honestly thing. too, you just got to hear that first laugh and then you're, and you're good. Then you're fine. Once yeah. they get that first laugh, you're like, oh, Once you get yeah. that first laugh, you're like, all right, here we go. Yeah. Time to go. Yeah. I think that's been part of it too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just brings out just like a huge weight is lifted off yeah, of you when that happens. Yeah. Once the first laugh goes, you're like, okay, now we're, now we're here. Yeah. Now I got something going and you kind of mm-hmm. just, it's kind of like a snowball effect. You just build off of it. But that. on that same note, when you do a joke that's worked three or four times, and then you get and nothing. Then you, and then you get nothing, and then you start to panic, like, oh, fuck, this is not going to be good. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst, man. And sometimes it's the crowd, and sometimes it's yeah. timing. Yep. Just the way you said it. Those other times was just way better. Yeah, you, you've never had to worry about this, getting too drunk. Yeah, I've gotten oh, yeah. too drunk a few times, and just oh. my timing is horrendous. I bet. Yeah, it's yeah. all off. I can't really remember... I'm like asking the question instead of telling you the joke. I'm asking you it. Yeah. So it just sounds horrible. Or do you over explain jokes when you're drunk? No, I'll just, it'll, it'll be a question instead of like a statement. You uh, know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just, I'm yeah. asking you instead of telling you. I, I've done that. Like, one. What? What are, what are we listening to here? I can compare that to like when my anxiety levels are higher. Um, like if I'm just feeling anxious anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'll like over explain jokes. Um, like I won't get, it'll take me forever to get to the punchline. Right. And then it's just not funny at that point. Yeah. Just way too wordy. Yeah. That's one thing too. You got to have an economy of words. Yeah. yeah, Your words got to be mean something. They got to hit at the right time with the right, with the right tone. Yep. Yeah. You have, well, you say you lift late. I have to, I've noticed this. Are you a morning lifter? I'm, I do one on my days off. I lift right when I get up, but. Because I have to go to work, I hate getting up in the morning, so I'll go lift right after work. Yeah. Which on some mic nights kind of sucks, sucks a little bit, I have to rush, but yeah. I notice when I don't lift, and when I do lift, I'm so fucking anxious on stage still. I don't know why. Lifting, like, calms the nerves. And oh, yeah. Just, I Yeah, you tell. get that. Yeah, you get that tension There's, like, tension extra out. noise. Yeah, there's, like, an extra noise when you don't have that tension. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's weird. I don't. I don't get it, but I try to do at least something. If I know I'm maybe fucking 25 push-ups, just do it. Just maybe do I'll it. try to work out before Friday show, see what happens. Try it, yeah. I, for me, um, there's only been like two or three shows where I haven't and did well. The other times where I don't do well, I attribute it to fucking not working out. 
that's the only thing I can think of. I was anxious. My timing was off. Obviously, some of the jokes were shitty, but yeah, if I'm te- if I'm delivering them like shit too, they're not gonna be funny. Yeah, 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 that'll happen. I've noticed also, yeah, the the times that I've uh, I'm trying to get away from I'm trying to get away from the notepad, and you know, mm-hmm. it, at first it was my phone. Yep, mine was my phone, and then I was like, oh, I'll do it. I'll actually write jokes, or I'll at least write. The premise of the joke, because mm-hmm. I know the joke. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll catch myself looking at the notebook too much, and it's just like, once I start doing that, then it just kind of throws off the vibe. Yep. But if I can get a roll, get on a roll and not looking at that, and then just get in a good zone, get that first laugh, then I'm good to go. This always, this helped me. I was the same way with my phone, and then one day it just, like, I just could remember... You just got to like context clues with each joke. If you can like make them the set, if the set is cohesive, I don't know. Obviously I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm not a fucking professional, but this helps there, me. Yeah. This helps me. If I have like three or four jokes in a row that are kind of similar, I'm going to try to make them line up with the next one by just like a keyword. Like say I'm making a school shooting joke. The next joke might be about basketball, shooting basketball. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shit like that'll help me out. Yeah. 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 Cause you like, cause you're, uh, cause you, you, not many people can pull off the dark humor and, uh, like the, like the Anthony Jessenick style. That's the, that's the first person I thought of when I met you. I was like, this guy. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. I, he's one of my favorites. And, oh, I, yeah. I'm not trying to mimic him dude. at all, but I mean, no, you're not it. trying to mimic. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But man, that guy. Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. I love yeah. him. Him and Dave Chappelle are my two favorites, I think, if I had to pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chappelle mm-hmm. is up there, and he's uncancelable. Yeah. <laughs> he's proven that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, Chappelle. Um, yeah, people always compare me to Bob Saget. I really don't know much Bob Saget, like, comedy. I know. I don't it, really either, honestly. I know I, him, like, going off on crazy F-bomb tangents when he was getting out of Full House, which is understandable, because yeah. no one wanted him to cuss. Yeah, he, he was, had to be... He was America's dad. Yeah, he was America's dad. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Mulaney is going to be here in a couple months. I was going to go to that, and then I found out that uh, the main show sold out, and then there's a late show, but it's a, it's a Sunday night at 10 p.m. I'm like, oh. Jesus. And it's 72 bucks plus fees <laughs> for not even that good of seats. Yeah, fuck that. I'm like, I'm good. I've already seen Mulaney twice. I'm like. I think I've seen I've seen him at least once. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Went and saw Segura last Friday. Nice. Where was in, that at? Uh, Chicago. Okay. Credit, Credit Union Arena. It was like uh, the University of Chicago's little stadium or okay. arena or whatever. How was that? I've never seen him. Pretty fucking awesome. New yeah. hour. He's the dude. His storytelling. I can. I only can aspire to be that. Yeah. 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 I saw uh, recently. I saw Theo Vaughn. Yep. I went and saw him at Jukebox. Yeah, he's, oh my God, dude. Which makes his, his set there was so much better than he put on his special on Netflix. I didn't, I don't understand it. I didn't watch the whole Netflix special. I don't know why. Uh, I'd really like his podcast clips. His, his, him just in being himself is just, he's just, he's way funnier. I think he's a complete, he's just a complete character. Uh, but yeah. And he, yeah. 
when I saw him in uh, Rockford, uh, just the energy he had, man, yeah. was just incredible. It's the fucking Rat King, dude. The Rat King. With that mullet. Oh, man. I love that, too. Because uh, I've always thought... That, I would never, ever have a mullet, but I've always like thought that was just the You could pull it off, man. You got the, got the curly hair. You look like, front. Yeah. like Danny McBride on fucking oh, yeah. East, Eastbound and Down. Dude, I just got done watching uh, Righteous Gemstones. Hell yeah. Dude, so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I was late to that party, but it was, yeah. uh, I watched. And uh, I've seen Adam Devine do stand-up, his stand-ups. Uh, um. But I, I loved uh, Workaholics. It was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And um, what's the dude's name? Montez. What's his name in real life? Eric. Uh, Eric Andre. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Well, Eric Andre is a different comedian. Er, Eric. Eric Andre's on Righteous Gemstones. What but is his are you thinking about Eric? Uh, it starts with an A. I know who you're talking, you know about. I'm talking about. The nerdy Montez. dude. Is, yeah. Yeah. His name's not Eric Andre. No, that's Eric, a different. Is Eric comedian. Andre the dude that has the afro? Eric, yeah, Eric yeah. Andre is the dude that uh, him and his wife also have a mega church. And have you seen Righteous Gemstones? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, he's basically like the only black dude in that show. Well, besides the the guy that works with the uh, with the gemstones, I guess the assistant. Um, but yeah, he's the guy in Texas, uh, and they're trying to open that uh, resort. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's, uh, that's who, Why am I calling who you have it mixed country? up with. Yeah. His, they're both named Eric, okay. and their last names both start with A, and I can't remember. I think it's A. Um, yeah, I can't remember that. Yeah, that dude's funny, too, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, I'm terrible with names as well. Um, some of these new the guys. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? It's a couple of New York comics that I really like. Tim Dillon. Do you like Tim Dillon? Oh, I like Tim Dillon. Yeah. Yeah, Tim Dillon's good. Tim Dillon's really good. Andrew Santino's decent. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, there's been a few that I've seen recently that I've been like, I'd definitely go see them. Uh so you have you been to Austin at all? Have you been no. interested in going there? I would. Yeah. That's yeah. Dude, that's Mecca right now. I I would love to go there. Is it? Yeah. That's like the the spot to go right now for comedy? I follow I followed a couple comedians that we went and saw there when we were there and yeah, dude, they're always posting at least three or four mics a week. Mm. And there's just shows everyone's throwing on a show there cuz there's so many comedians and open mics and yeah, dude, there's so many venues that have mics there it's okay it's really your fault if you don't go to at least three or four mics a week i think in austin which shit that's how it's almost been here too it's your fault if you can't catch two or three mics a week yeah yeah which is pretty sweet yeah which has been great yeah but i'm thinking yeah i think thursday would be the good night to do it yeah uh or wednesday maybe but probably thursday yeah wednesday or thursday i think you could and I think downtown, we could get people from downtown. I just don't know which location. Because I know people, uh, growing up in Davenport, I know a lot of random people. But I know the, um, the guy who runs, one of the people that runs Analog. Um, and then the um, Devin's Complaint Department. 
over here on the corner. And then um, he also owns that restaurant. Uh, I don't want to say Modern Gardens, but it's not. Armored Gardens. Armored Gardens, yep. Yep. Uh, so, and then my dad's old business partner runs an event center, like right at Caddy Corner to where, where Danview is. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say we would do Danview, but it's too rowdy and ghetto now. Yeah. From what I've heard, it's gotten bad. Um, that's where I used to go. That's where I used to party all the time. Well, yeah. But it's gotten, whew, I've heard some stories, a lot of fights. Right. Yeah. and couple couple i've heard one story about a gun too as well i'm good on that yeah stay away from that yeah i'm good davenport's kind of sliding down the it's gotten worse everyone told me yeah don't move to olean or rock island i'm hearing davenport's worse than those two depends on where you're at yeah i'm in i'm a you don't want to be south of locust yeah south davenport's bad yeah south davenport southwest it's pretty bad. Um, anything south of Locust, it gets, depends on where you're at, it gets a little sketchy. A little dicey. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm northwest Davenport, so I live in a really quiet, nice neighborhood. I have a two-bedroom house. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I got that a few years ago. Uh, I stopped renting, which is great. Yeah, I, I, I can't... Uh... I don't want to buy anything because I don't want to stay. I, I don't know if I want to stay in this area. Yeah. Ultimately. I get it. You know, Austin or LA in a few years, I think would be my goal. Yeah. Especially, you never know what goes, you never know. Something could happen here, but. Yeah. I feel like we have a good scene going here. And, uh, you know, the good thing about my job is I have pretty good, uh, PTO and, uh, I can, take some time off and go uh mm-hmm. go to Austin for mm-hmm. a week if I wanted to. Yeah. Or, you know, go to New York if I wanted to. Um or I could go to Chicago and stay with my brother cuz he lives in the city. Yeah, how's the Chicago scene? I've heard hits and misses on that. I've heard it's like I haven't real... heard anything. I haven't talked to anyone. I haven't talked to enough people about it. I hear it's either really like no one gives a shit. It's the, you know, it's a wild, wild west or it's like super Karens and fucking yeah. super progressive. I and- think it depends on where you're at, man. There's different pockets of Chicago where it's different. Mm-hmm. Little neighborhoods. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to ask my brother. My brother did it for a little while, actually. Did comedy. He got out of it. Um, I don't know what stopped him, but... Um, He's a couple of years older than me and married. Uh, doesn't have any kids though. He, him and his wife, uh, smart. They uh, just did a lot of traveling and, um, you know, spending time with each other and doing it right. And now they're at the point where they're, you know, like, ah, I should probably. Cause they want to have kids. They were just delaying it. Mm-hmm. Right time. Yeah. They were going to go to Japan, like, right ahead of Japan, uh, which I would really love to go to Japan, too. They had a trip planned, uh, but it was, like, hit. August of 2020, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, didn't happen. Nope. But, yeah, man, uh, I think I got to wrap things up because of what time it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, but shit, yeah. Yeah, 
it's easy to lose track of time uh, in here. I don't really pay attention at all, and there's not a clock like anywhere. If you look, it's pretty sick in here, though. I like it, dude. It's super cool. Yeah. Except for it's freezing. Besides that, um, but yeah, the sound they put so much money into this room just to make it soundproof, like. Soundproofing. Except for we hear some fucking phantom music. Phantom music. I don't think it's going to pick up, though. Yeah. And I can probably, uh, like he was saying, uh, edit that out uh, so we don't hear it. But still can't hear it. And he said said it's coming from downstairs, not from him, though. So can't really control that. But yeah, man. Um, uh, looking forward to the to the upcoming shows. Are your show is the show Saturday or Friday? Uh, April twenty second is Friday at uh, the Anderson Coffee Shop. Okay. Or Anderson Family Coffee. Sorry. Okay. Yep. I can't go this Friday then. No. And then um, May seventh, you're on the show at Colony Inn in Bishop Hill. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then I'll probably do another. Yeah, we already ha- I already have people booked for May twenty seventh of Anderson Coffee. Okay. Cool. And then. June 11th in Brimfield, Illinois. Some guy, um, the owner, asked me to host another show there. So there's a cool, maybe some. I don't even know where that is. By Peoria. Okay. Yeah. It's a little, it's literally the second town when you're on your way to Peoria from my area. When are the open mics in Peoria? Uh, Wednesday and Thursdays is the jukebox. Okay. And then I think that's the only one. Um, Steve Weaver, one of my comic buddies that lives there, he does like one every it's now once a month that the cruising's there. They've had two now. Okay. Where it's a little competition on a sun. It's Sunday during the day, though. So I don't know how that's. That's weird. Yeah. Eh. I'd like to make it, but it's just been on nights where the Village Theater's been, and I'm not going to skip that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm glad I started going. Because I, for so many times, I just didn't. Yeah, you got to go. That's, I think that's the one you have to go to. And that's another way to, good, way to connect with people, too, because yeah. it's just so like laid back. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me, dude. I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I appreciate you having time you wanna taking the time. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh yeah, I'd be happy to dive into a movie too. Oh um, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um Yeah, well, let JD know what uh movie you like and there's wanna, wanna talk about There's a few. Yeah. I would probably one of my favorites I'd probably say is Good Goodwill Hunting. Ooh, we haven't did that yet. I'd classic. Be down, I'd be down to do that one. That's a classic. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah. All right, man. I'm pretty I, sure he likes that movie, so. If he doesn't, I don't want to talk to him. About, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he does. I'm going to judge him. dude? Who yeah. doesn't like that fucking movie? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't met anyone yet. I, I, I know did. some people that have talked shit about uh, Shawshank Redemption, which but is one of my ahead. favorites. Yeah. But whatever. That's a good movie, too. Still a classic. It's still a classic. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. I, gotta, I better wrap things up. I don't yeah, know. I do. We're holding him up, but I got somewhere to be at. Seven. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, man, for sure.